Hello, everybody. I'm starting the show today, um, not with an apology this time for my antics, although I appreciate everyone that messaged me and reached out. Uh, I am having a hard time, and I'm going to seek some more professional help uh, to get me through this. But today, I wanted to give a shout-out to Christian Hansen. Your bride-to-be, Mariah, uh, wrote in to say that you're a big fan and that she wanted to get you something that would blow your mind. And so here you go. A very, what do you say, happy wedding? I don't know. Congratulations, I guess is what you say. There's not like a Merry Christmas for weddings. Congratulations um, on the wedding. Hope your bachelor party is super regretful and that you start your new relationship happy and healthy and it lasts until the sun burns out. So, peace. Hey, 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 hey. Should have had Brett do this. It's Street Fight Radio for the week. Uh, we don't know the date, but what we're doing right now is we're on vacation. It's a holiday break. I think when we come back, it's going to be time to, you know, maybe do some streams and do get ready to start touring again and stuff like that. We need a little time off, so we're going to take it. But we're not just going to fucking leave you high and dry without any content. That would be fucking rude. So what we've decided to do is bring... Well, you're going to get a combination of a few different types of shows, but bring in some buddies of ours. We're going to have Jesse and maybe Mike on, uh, next, on either next week or the week after. And tonight it's me and Brett and our buddies from Minion Death Cult, Alexander and Tony. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Happy vacation. I hope you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that right now while everyone's hearing this, you guys are relaxing super hard. I'll probably be walking. I can make a guess that when people are listening to this, I'm currently walking, is what I assume. You're relaxing your mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't have my kid and I don't have to do the show, then this is probably seven days of being in the same sweatpants to the point that they're see-through. They're so greasy (laughs) that they're see-through. Nice. Nice. (laughs) That's nice, though. I mean... I, I don't know. I, uh, uh, just, uh, this was the last show. We just, we just did a show. And, uh, I said that, you know, either I'm, I'm smoking cigarettes and feeling guilty about it or I've quit smoking by now. And, uh, um, so I smell good. Like I, 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 I think what's really keeping me away from the cigarettes now is just the fact that I, I don't have to wash my clothes every day. I feel like I got to wash my clothes every day. I do have a friend, right? It might be somebody in my family. I don't want to say, I don't want to come out there, but they went to the doctor to get an allergy test. Okay. Uh, to see what they're allergic to. Doctor goes, you aren't allergic to anything. You just got to take more showers. <laughs> oh no. Oh, brutal. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> they said you're bringing stuff in the house with you. and that, That's like, like the worst news. Yeah, that's the worst news you can get from the doc. Like, give me cancer over that, you know? Yeah, I'm an adult, and somebody has to tell me to take more showers. I'm that sorry, is... you're, just, you're just stinky. It's just... Here's some <laughs> prescription warm vanilla scrub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I did, I, I, I guess like we can, we can go into this since this is happening either right before the end of the year or just after the year has began. Um, t- any 2020 like music stuff, Tony, I know you're going to say sleep again for the net, for the, uh, 20, 20th year in a row or whatever. But, mm. uh, Brett, do you have any like 2021 stuff that like you want to, recommend to people and get out there um you know i didn't know we were doing this i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh the one i've been listening to the most is origami angel they were like really big on my spotify rap um also the band massacre uh which was like way early death metal stuff uh chuck Schuldner uh had a band with cam lee and then he started the band massacre they haven't had a record for like 15 years and then all of a sudden they put one out last month and uh, it's really fucking good. I like that one a lot. Um, Have you? Ba- Baby Keem had a good album this year. Yes, he um, did. Money can I ask Bag, you a question? Moneybag Yo. Brett, can I ask you a quick question here? And and you two feel free to jump oh. in. Are you guys like, are you an Exodus fan? Do you like Exodus? I listen to them, yeah. I mean, okay. I like all of the old. I like any of the old Bay Area stuff. Yeah, so you're a Bay Area rocker, as I'm a, they yep, call I'm, them. Yeah, I I stick to it. I'm loyal to you know the people that created it. The, the That's music true. That saved my life and got me a, a divorce. What what guy? <laughs> what guy from Metallica was in Exodus? Wasn't there a Metallica guy in Exodus? Kirk, or, I think. Or am I the thinking X Hoarder? X Hoarder. Which one? Kirk, okay. Kirk, the good Kirk came from there. Kirk Hammett is undeniably the nicest guy in Metallica, I think. He's the one I like. What a caveat. I feel like uh, What? Actually, he's the nicest guy in a Metallica. Sure. I feel like I can... That's true. All the other guys are so mean. I'm going to throw a wrench in this this gear right now. Uh, Robert Trujillo is the best... Oh, best Metallica yeah. guy. Oh, Kirk, Kirk is like a close second, but Kirk's like not that fun. Like he's, Robert Trujillo is just like having fun. That's true. I feel for but, Robert Trujillo because like he he still like doesn't he can't, obviously he's been in the band for longer than he hasn't been in the band at this point. But he still like had a cover song on their cover album. He covered Metallica <laughs> for the Metallica <laughs> cover album, and that like says something to me. It's like funny. It's he's a weird. He knows he's kind of like a stepchild. He's that a is, yeah. Yeah, Well, they yeah. treated what's his name like shit, right? The uh, uh, dude Newstead. Jason Newstead. Yeah, like they treated him like garbage for the whole fucking time. And then, and then when you watch some kind of monster, they're like, I "Can't believe he quit." Like, <laughs> yeah, but quit he had <laughs> he had Flotsam and Jetsam to go to though. So you know, he's who's fine. to say? Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing fine. If for people who don't non Metallica fans, I just that like. Uh, who I would, Robert Trujillo, if you're not familiar, Robert Trujillo, Trujillo is kind of like the, uh, the Jason Momoa of Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a big, fun, handsome guy, handsome, Joyful. like, he's like, yeah, like, like, what do you call it? Like, you, you kind of swoon over him because of just everything, you know? And he he's does new metal bass, right? He does new metal low bass. He does, he yeah. does kind of a feel yeah. slouch. Dude, the bass tryout section of some kind of monster is so great. You see, like the the corrosion to conformity bassist gets in there. 
I'm trying to remember who else is in it. It's been a few years since I've watched it. Great, great doc. Highly recommended. They put it on Netflix, and it truly is, like, one of the best documentaries. I mean, as far as music goes, it's funny. We're sitting in this world now where, like, this Beatles thing came out, and people are shitting their fucking pants over this this Beatles documentary. And it's like, man, you know, if this Metallica thing had happened, like... Now we would have a six part, six to eight part version yeah. of some kind of monster. <laughs> That's a good point. But the, yeah. The thing about like some kind of monster, the reason that makes it so great is that it wouldn't get released now. Like all of those guys are m- probably much more media coached and familiar with, you know, PR and that sort of thing. Like the great thing about some kind of monster is how bad it makes everybody look. <laughs> the You're fucking right. you know who looks the worst in some kind of monster I have a pretty off kilter answer for who looks the absolute worst in some kind of monster and are you going to say is, Dave Mustaine no Okay. it is no Dave Mustaine everything about Dave Mustaine is justified when he cries and everything he used to make fun of him because he cried but he he was in Metallica you know what I mean? And then they kicked him out because he was too much of a drunk. And, like, you got to feel for Dave Mustaine, you know? Oh, uh, I, I would cry, oh, too. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, way he, the way he tells it, too, is that he got kicked out, and he's like, everybody was fucking drunks. And it was yeah. they ganged up on me, and it's like we were all fucking the worst people ever. So I don't know why it was me that, that got blamed for everything. Dave Mustaine rips. I, I will support Dave Mustaine over Hatfield any day. Yes. Really? Yeah. They, they still, oh, yeah. They're superior. The content's yeah. better. Kirk is not. As, Kirk can't play guitar the same way. Do, listening to to Megadeth, the comparison I always make is like like old Metallica is like really good thrash metal, but listening to Megadeth, it's like listening to really really fast classic rock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like a different kind of style of songwriting, but it's it's still really fast. Still rips. Yeah, it's like <laughs> very blues based, barely, yeah. but like at a breakneck speed. Yeah. I mean, Dave Mustaine, it's interesting that like he wrote the MTV News gimmick, right? Like the MTV News thing was Dave Mustaine, which I think they is used crazy. His song. Yeah, but I can't listen to that song now without being like boom, 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 but like it, I, I can't enjoy the song anymore. I love Crush 'Em. I mean, that's the only Megadeth song I like is Crush 'Em, but it's a fucking really good one. But the the person that comes off looking the absolute worst in some kind of monster is the therapist. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, well, it's he's not a therapist, he's a performance enhancement coach. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they that's what they all agree to like psychologically uh accept the therapist as is oh he's not he's not some some gay psychologist. He's, yeah. He's a, a he's a he's a he's like a coach. He's a performance enhancement coach. This is an we investment. Can, we could save a lot of lives uh, of men if we could just like Rebrand actual therapy as life coaches. Yeah. You know, That's performance and en- performance enhancement, like brain training. Yeah. Hey, Alpha. Doc, did you rise and grind today? Did you journal today? <laughs> you need emotional <laughs> training. Yes. You need uh, human beings are made to cry. You need to cry. You need emotional training to cry to get it out so you can reach peak performance. 
No, this isn't a vision board. This is a hit list. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could totally call it like alpha training yeah. and just do the exact same stuff that my therapist does with me. And uh, that would, I can guarantee you that would get people in. But like, I never was opposed to going to therapy ever my yeah. whole life. Mm. It's, it's crazy. I always, but, and I think when I know why. First go? What age did you first go? <laughs> uh, 18. Oh, okay. Okay. I was when, when I was, but the guy was a hippie. Like he was a hippie therapist. So he was like, he hugged me and stuff. And like, <laughs> he wore these fucking funky sweaters and shit like that. And just kind of gave me some real fucking hippie dippy advice. And I, at the time of my life, man, you know, who I was as a person could not look at that guy and be like, I'm going to take some advice from this dude. <laughs> what if he had been like, I want you to take my Alpha Force regimen and then gave you a, like a prescription for Lexapro. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> what I need. That's kind of what I need, though. Really. We just, need to, we just need to let bros know that like tears are toxic. And if you don't let them out, like you don't get as many gains as you could get. If or, let, yeah, you, you can't jig. If you let them like go naturally, you get more gains. You just or it makes you their emotional gains. You could also just say that if you leave the tears in your bot, if you if you don't get the tears out, your orgasms aren't as good. And dudes will always fucking try anything to get a good orgasm. It, well, like, you gotta find out who they are, though. If they're like no nut people, you gotta be like, listen, they're gonna come out one with the other or the other. <laughs> it's up to yeah, you. I would say the semen retention audience is another demographic you have to work with to convince them to yeah. to get rid of their tears. Yeah, get rid of tears. It's more room for cum. <laughs> I, I can't believe they exist. You guys know that. Like, uh, everything I've exists. Never, everything I've never exists. Be- like the no nut November thing. I was just thinking about because we're you know we're at the beginning of December. Uh, I th- I really honestly feel like everybody's joking. Like I don't think I've ever yeah. seen yeah. a sincere no nut November. I think everybody's like uh, memeing on it, which is you know fine and fun. Uh, it's not for me. Uh, I'm not into the meme, but. I don't think anybody's actually not nutting. No, I yeah. agree with you. Well, I mean, when I've had a tolerance break here and there, you know, but like I'm, a I'm still, still, you know, I'm still smoking weed, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're still, we're still getting high. It's cool. When my daughter was like ten, she came home from school and told me that the the boys were doing no nut November. <laughs> You're like, and yeah, I was like. Yeah, I don't even know if they can nut, is, is I think what I said. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think... Because like, of the allergies? They don't... One of the guys has peanut allergies? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That is. No, no nut, no... Vet, yeah, uh, the peanut allergy council should take over the Twitter yeah. for no nut November. <laughs> nut allergy no, but- awareness month. People do people people do it. I think I don't I don't know if I trust them. You know, like I don't trust somebody who says they're just not going to nut for a month. I guess is I don't I don't think I've done that in my whole life ever. Not, Seems like a weird attention seeking thing. It is. Like don't it, nut if you don't want to nut, don't nut. But <laughs> well, it's like I don't know. It's like. 
It's like how I felt about being straight edge in, in high school. Like, yeah, I, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to smoke uh, cigarettes or drink alcohol, but I don't need to be in a, a fucking club about it, everybody. Yeah. You didn't join a, a, a straight edge club? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. It was funny. The, the straight edge club in Tony and my hometown was uh, Christians. They were Christian hardcore yeah. guys. And they had a crew called Eyewitness Christ. Yeah, I, uh, I, one of them. I, I one of them might be listening. Probably. Does he listen? Yeah. He's cool now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's cool, cool now. guy. Yeah, so, uh, that's good. But Love yeah, they were like the cool. Much, actually, there's like one really exceptional guy who I really love out of that group. Yeah, a couple of them are pretty cool. They're pretty uh, cool. But one who I really love, and he hears me saying this right now. But they were like they were like the older hardcore crew, and it was like okay, this is like the uh, this is you know which way Western man. <laughs> it's like. Uh, you <laughs> You can hang out with the crusty kids who do a bunch of drugs and drink a bunch, or you can hang out with like the the tough guy Christians who eventually got into uh, imitation Sons of Anarchy biker gangs and like really gnarly church stuff with weird NDAs and like wild violations of people. It's pretty got pretty fucking wild with that whole scene. Yeah, but so that that was the, that was the crew. Either you're an atheist who smokes weed now, or you're like you have some really weird skeletons. Shout, shout yeah. out Christian Straight Edge. Yeah, I, I had a similar thing. There was a party house that this like Christian record company would uh, rent out. Was it like a, a Christian artist incubation house? <laughs> like it was, it was all punk and hardcore shit. Okay. But so you could go in mosh, but like nobody was smoking weed or beer. Or there was none of that going on, which was fine. I liked the moshing instead. But sure, I mean, not- there's like safe spaces yeah. that aren't Christian that are like that as as well. All, all sure, I, spaces hard are to find. But once you bring Jesus into it, it gets weird. Yeah, the Jesus part is that was the problem. <laughs> we, um, I mean, I as a band, like we played a bunch of churches, and like I saw. I saw a ton of bands at Tithomy Church, yeah, like Mental sure. and Justice on tour from Europe, which is a band that like people still remember, which is funny. Um, yeah, it, Christianity was like enmeshed in the hardcore. Like you would see, you would go to a show and and be like, curl up and die every time I die, and then as I lay dying, we're all in the same bill, <laughs> and then like as I lay dying, would have a prayer like yeah. in in the middle of their set. They'd yeah. be kids their hands in the air, like yeah. mid mid mosh. <laughs> I want you to part this crowd the way that Moses parted the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Brett telling telling me when we first met that he used to go to like Christian hardcore shows, and I was like really surprised because I was a dude that was like, if it's Christian, I have to not be anywhere near it. So I I actually see that as being like very open minded to 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 go to something like that, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there was just, you knew the potential there, that not everyone was going to stick to it, and there was people that were troublemakers <laughs> that were there, so you could, you felt it in the air, I guess. Oh, and I like was I said, a straight-up yeah. Catholic. I was just really into it at the time. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> it, was re- it, was real, it was real cringe. 
I love me some Christian hardcore bands and the, the bad ones too. Face Down Records uh, yeah. was a staple back then, which had two of my favorite bands at the time, which was Falling Cycle and Sinai Beach. Yeah. Sinai Beach, who had a, a shirt that on the back of it, it said Harder Than Hell in in all caps. Nice. <laughs> which, which rules. Fucking sick. Yeah. I would wear yeah. that. I mean, To yeah. Hell with the Devil was by Striper. And like, <laughs> I remember hearing that when I was a kid. And being like, I'm really into this, man. Uh, I don't know if I, I agree with the message. <laughs> like, in a weird way, like, just being like, I don't know, man. And, and like, their their clothes were weird. But, like, that came out, I think, when I was, like, 10 or 11 or some shit like that. And then, like, when I was in my early 20s, I found out that my uncle had straight up converted to Christianity solely through Striper and was like, they have conventions for, for Striper and you can go to the convention for Striper and, and, and do that whole thing. And like, uh, uh, I was pretty shocked by it just out of like, how did you get into Striper in the early 2000s? Like, how did this happen? But it got him, man. It totally got conventions him. Conventions for like um, Christian converts who came to the Lord through POD. I don't know. I want to go yeah. to that. I want to go to that. POD is kind of a problem though because like they are a different kind of spirituality, I think, than like Creed. Okay, they just straight up said we're not a Christian band. Back when when they came out, yeah. like people were like yeah. you're a Christian band, yeah, and they denied, they denied Christ, yeah, yes. But, okay, the, the ultimate POD Christian endorsement is I I bought the POD album at a Catholic convention um, from a booth uh, called Rock for Life that was oh, yeah. a, a, oh. a an anti-abortion like booth that sold rock and roll music that was Christian and that's where I bought the POD album and like so I would like tell people regularly that like actually POD is more down for Christ than Creed they just not they're not trying to get clout off of Christ I, I mean the word clout didn't exist but I said it in so many words uh, and was, yeah and I I bought a shirt from there um, that says rock for life and has a little fetus playing guitar <laughs> what the fuck yeah. Hey, this is what a fetus looks at. Looks like at twenty weeks, and he's like doing both hands on the fretboard. <laughs> if anybody wants to Google image rock rock for life, you'll see it, and it's it's incredible. Still think still think this isn't human, and he's yeah he's doing like, he's like the shredding. Uh, yeah he's he's doing the sweet child of mine guitar riff. <laughs> so I uh, solo. <laughs> I, I I think this is a story I could do on here that maybe our listeners haven't heard, and I don't think you guys have heard this. And uh, it's it's a fascinating thing that I don't think a lot of people know about, unless maybe they heard it on the POD cast, but even then, that's just such a different number there. Um, but uh, Evanescence and, 
Evanescence's label. This is from MTV News in 2003. Perhaps the chairman of Wind Up Records asked himself the eternal Christian query, what would Jesus do, before making the decision to recall copies of Evanescence's Fallen. Alan Meltzer sent a letter to Christian radio and retail outlets last week to explain that despite the spiritual underpinning that ignited interest and excitement in the Christian religious community, Evanescence are a secular band and as such view their music as entertainment. Therefore, he wrote, uh, Wind Up strongly feels that they no longer belong in Christian markets. Yes, I love that. Just like a capitalist, uh, not even a cap. Like, what would you even call that? Just like somebody standing by the, like, at the courage of their convictions to not be sold in Christian store. I love that. That was for sure the (laughs) biggest band they were associated with, like ever. Yeah, Evanescence sold a lot of records, and it's really funny to think that like somebody wrote a letter to. I mean, it says the letter coincided with an interview published in Entertainment Weekly in which the band's principal guitarist, Ben Moody, who founded the band in Little Rock, Arkansas in the late 1990s, along with singer Amy Lee, made it clear that they weren't a proper Christian group by dropping a few taboo terms and taking the Lord's name in vain, a direct violation of the Third Commandment. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, (laughs) that rules. How how could me, a person who says damn, possibly be Christian? <laughs> I, I feel like Look, Evanescence could sell out an arena today. Like, right? They could do an arena tour today. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, some millennials do have money. Yeah. There's there's like so a strong cool millennial no reunion, whatever, uh, also, tour uh, circuit right now. Unfortunately, young people on TikTok have conflated like Evanescence with emo for some reason as well. <laughs> it was it's it was not, like that back then. It they was get it the all black, fucking wrong. It was all the black stuff, you know. Right. I mean, is Evanescence? I mean, it is weird. I don't know where they really fit, but I have like They're a theory. They're new, huh? Butt rock, butt rock. Thank you, Brett. Yeah. They, they, rap, the f- they rap too often. Only in that first they, album, they, they rap. They rap too often, and they do like the weird, like, um, uh, almost like Tom Morello scratchy <laughs> guitar thing because they don't have a DJ, but they do something like that. They they use they use drum pads for sure. Okay, like, so Tony, what year? So to, you, Tony, you call them new metal. There is a difference between new metal and rap rock. And I would say if you're going to go between those two, they go into the rap rock category. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can abide by that because I don't know. If I don't I think like they're the word rap just being used all crazy. Like they they fired the rap guy. Do, go ahead and like people can use the word rap rock, but I don't know if I if I'm going to acknowledge that. Uh, I, I mean, I agree with what you said before that you said they rap too much. What is does, does Ghost does Ghostface say that rap rock exists? That's who I'm going to yield to. Yeah, what is rap rock? How is it different? Is because okay, raging against so, the machine? Yup, yup. No, Brett, it's ra- the classic. It's the classic music snob move to say it's the same thing with Deftones. Deftones aren't new metal. No, no, no. They're they're something else. No, let me. Okay, Deftones so people call. <laughs> People call Rage Against the Machine uh, rap metal, first of all. Uh, wow. 
Second of all, yeah, of course there's rap rock versus new metal because you get like Incubus's whole late later era career that has no new metal in it whatsoever, but still has a ton of rapping. What we called that on no, that awful sound was I have chi- a ton of rapping. There is zero yeah. rapping after after Thank you. A- after uh, um, uh, not science, but um, make, yourself, make yourself. There's no rapping. There's no I don't think turn- there's any there rapping is, there here. Is turn tables, there is turntables throughout and for the rest of Incubus, but there is no rapping. He tries to rap. Even <laughs> even on uh what what is it? What is the one uh a decade ago? I never thought I would yeah, be that's, a that's what I just said. That's what I just said. I just said after make yourself I don't know the names of their records. I do. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't Uh, worry about it. There are four albums. There are four albums, and none of them have rapping on it. That's the one I'm talking about. That's rap rock and and stuff like. Look at uh, look at Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's not new metal. That's rap rock. <laughs> you, you okay? I can't call that rapping though. You like, got me. <laughs> I'm not allowed to call that rapping. I'm not. Okay. I can't do it. I'm not. That's jazz shit. It. It, it, it's what they're trying to do though. It's about intention. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I have a hard enough time. Like I, I'm, I'm the guy that like I will. It takes a lot for me to acknowledge an actual white rapper, let alone like a rap rock band. So I'm not going to give Anthony Kiedis that. He's, because he's not rapping and neither is Brandon Boyd from he Incubus. Boyd. They're I know doing, you think he has dreadlocks, so you think he's rapping, Alex, but he's, <laughs> they're not. And they're right. doing more well, of a jazz thing. Like might, it's yeah, more exactly. of like, They might yeah. not be rapping, but they're definitely scatting. They're both it's definitely. Like, oh, so you want to call it blues rock? <laughs> yeah. Slam poetry. Well, no, you call it, you call it blue eyed soul. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> go, go. No, I will. I will not acknowledge rap rock, new metal. I will love and 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 I will play and I will continue to to stand for new metal, but I will not acknowledge rap rock. Evanescence is a new metal, though. They're kind they're of. like radio rock with with rapping and like a little down tuned guitars. They're not they're not There's new metal. Bar, there there is there are attempts to rap. Well, there's attempts to no, rap no solos. Too, so. There's like no solos. I feel like Evanescence might be new metal. I think they might be new metal. No. Well, I'm going to explain. I, I will say this. If this helps any kind of uh, uh, classifications structure here, uh, they did fire the rapper after the first album. And <laughs> the rapper was like, they weren't, they were never into having a rapper but he was just like i'm gonna rap and then the labels were like (laughs) this fucking guy man he wants to rap and we need to have some rap here and that's how that album went the rest of their stuff is like i don't know though i I would are are we just trying to doll up alternative are we just trying to like like are we trying to dress up the term alternative right now tony let me let me ask you a question alternative b-u-t-t-r-o-c-k Yep. <laughs> what is Tony? What genre yeah. is Zebrahead? <laughs> this might be the trick one. This is Zebrahead. Zebra <laughs> okay, head. I got Zebra head is new metal. No, no, they're not. No, no, they're not. They're they're not. They're they're like they're they're they're. I think they might be. I think they might be rap. I think they might just be rap. <laughs> but not rap, rap. rap. I think the Cottonmouth Kings are rap too. I don't yeah, know, definitely. Saying, I think that's what they are. I think it's like zebra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. What is he like? Like, put on 
can you play? You can play music, right, Brian? I 100% can. I'm already looking at Zebrahead's catalog. <laughs> get back. Put on Get, get back, back by Zebrahead. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. I've never heard Zebrahead. Like you know me. about Shinobi. Like. Oh no. Oh, oh I'm, I'm not ready for this. I don't oh, think. Man. This is so IE. This, right? Are they just IE? <laughs> I don't know to, where they're. They have to be from Riverside. I don't. I had their There's CD. No I don't know where they're from. <laughs> no, I think they're Zebrahead. I believe, and I'm not a hundred percent sure of this. Is from Long Island, no, New no, York, Orange, Orange County, California. Of or, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where all these guys come from. We're in that whole all, taking uh, back Sunday scene. Yeah. Here we go, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> here comes Zebrahead. It's immediate bars, isn't it? I, so far, I'm in. Oh, the SG, too. Oh, no. Here comes the boom. Oh, no. Oh, oh wait for the bars. I got game like Kobe, act like you know me. If you rhyme better when I get you better, show me. Come as that kid, guys. This, and let me tell you what. This you is tell me the, the roots aren't hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> this is this real hip hop, so right? This is so bad. I, how, so much. You can get away with so much. The chorus is like pop punk, though. That's yeah, what's yeah. funny. Let's hear it. In my pocket, use my words in my weapon. Get a blast open. Girlies are bumping. Gotta get the dough like a man Donald Trump in. Set this emotion, jaws in the ocean. If you need a bomb with a kid, I got that potion. Dude, this is Incubus Core. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, wait till the hook, though. Wait till the hook. Yeah, so I'm also some 41 for some reason. It reminds me of them. I think totally. it predates them. Yeah, they feel like they were copying. Yeah, this is like 98, no. maybe. <laughs> Nobody copied Zebrahead. <laughs> Damn, I'm honestly. They're, they're 311. You know, they you know, look that, extremely. Well, see, that's they, they that's look what extremely I like. Popular. They look like everything I liked when I was this age at this oh, time. No. no. <laughs> That's what I consider rap rock instead of new metal. Like I don't consider gotcha. 311 new metal. I consider them rap rock. I don't consider gotcha. Incubus new metal. I consider them rap rock because it's like Ooh. it's not heavy enough. It's not groovy enough. Right. This is like it's like pop punk with slightly, you know, edgy guitars. Professor Alexander putting on a clinic right now. <laughs> Let's hear a little more of this good song. If you talk shit, then on your door I'm banging. Because this is the zebra head season. I mean, in high school, I this is the outfit I wore. The gigantic corduroys with like a Hawaiian shirt was like my everyday attire. Oh my shirt if you're feeling fancy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little bit of ska in there too. Like, a little they're bit. Like, they're bound. They're pogoing in this music video. It's cool. They shoot, they shoot film. They're really hip. Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on. No, it's about to get really racist in this music video because you're referring to the cam, the cameras in the ca cupboard. I'm pretty sure it's like Asian tourists are going to be pulling those out and taking photos of the band. Oh no, now we gotta find out. Yep. 
That was the 80s, man. That was the one joke they had in the 80s. That's the I identify as an attack helicopter of the 1980s. <laughs> is the Asians take pictures for some reason. Seinfeld did it too in the 90s, I think. Well, yeah, but that was like... There are a few jokes like that. There's Indian food is bad. Yeah, yeah or gives you MSG, diarrhea. MSG's bad. MSG, yeah. The Orientalist jokes in Seinfeld are wild. I'm like going through it again. It's 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 nuts. Like the stuff that they like the, it's it's real Orientalists will say. That's why I don't watch Seinfeld. I only watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, which has zero racism. Yeah. In it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So. You know what would be fun to hear? Well, uh, my what, want, my favorite album of the yeah. Year. I was gonna say I want to hear the actual good, people with good taste in music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alexander, what is your jam well, of this year? I also want to add on to my Jasmine Sullivan Hotels. I didn't know this came out twenty twenty one January eighth, but that's also my get down as a you know newly reformed hell. Nice. Uh, I I've been listening to Yautja a lot. I don't. Have you heard of them, Brett? No. They're so fucking good. They're like, uh, I just heard of them, right? But they've been around for a minute. It's the drummer from, I, th- I think Cult Leader. Either, yeah, I think it's, I think he's from Cult Leader. Uh, it's like grindcore, hardcore, punk. It's still got nice. a lot of punk in there. It's three piece, uh, kind of experimental, like weird uh, riffs and weird time signatures. It's so fucking heavy and groovy and fun to thought? listen to. Y A U T J A. Uh, their newest album, The Lurch, is is so good. That's the one that's been in my uh, car. That's the one that starts up every time I turn my car on. Right now, um, it's it's amazing. It's it's a really good album. Uh, I've also been listening to like kind of moody uh, jazz rock stuff. And Alpha Mist is an artist that came up uh sort of like shut while i was being shuffled through uh like kamasi washington stuff and uh uh it's it's great it's i think they're i think he's british he's a keyboardist uh his album um what is it here uh antiphon it's kind of a short album but it's so so good so moody and uh Heavy, like it's cool. Because it's cool to hear of a very personal, expressive album that's not about politics. Yeah, like I, you know, I enjoy political music very much, but it's also like it seems to be a lot about like family and a lot about like how you're raised and where you get your values from and where you like how you make connections in the world based on how you were raised. Because um, it's it's jazz, so there's not a lot of lyrics, but there's like spoken word stuff throughout it. That's like really great and the music is the music is like phenomenally trans transportative and it's you know it's a, it's a short album it's only fifth well i guess it's not that short it's 52 minutes yeah, it feels short long. because it's so good it does it does it's a short through. 52 yeah <laughs> no that sounds great i'm i'm putting all that down alpha mist is not spelled like alpha wolf it's spelled like alfalfa sprout a l f a space mist and that's why I can't listen to them because I need it to be spelled A L P H A. Right. <laughs> you know. 
toxic masculinity. Tony, what kind of tunes you've been listening to? I'll give a, a quick a quick rundown of like my most listened to kind of 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 the things that came out this year. Um, the big like hip hop three that I really loved is I was a big fan of the Drake album because that shit spoke to my heart. And um, as corny as it is, I loved it. Um, the <laughs> Vince Staples album was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Tyler the Creator album was awesome. That's really good. That. Um, uh, I really enjoyed um, Uncle John, who is one of my favorites right now. It's spelled um, A N K H L E J O H N. Putting out a lot of stuff, very East Coast. Um, but he has he put out three projects this year, and they're all very good. Uh, definitely love that. Baby Keem was heavy rotation. Snow Allegra is one of my favorite R and B albums of this year. It's like the R and B album this year for me. Um, and then uh, Soul Glow put out This Nigga Volume One and Volume Two, two really great EPs. They're just really pissed, really yeah. good, really so good. awesome. Um, Philly hardcore, like they're my they're my favorite. Uh, Soul Glow, um, and then the Mannequin Pussy album that came out this album this year is uh, is incredible. Um, so and also, so good live. Mannequin Pussy's so fucking good. So if you good. can see him, we so saw heavy. her with a with a broken leg. Uh, yeah, and it was funny because she they were on tour with um, Angel Dust, who I like. I like. You know, they, they kind of have different sounds that I like some more than the other or whatever. But I was excited to see both of them. But Angel Dust had to drop off. I think people got sick. Yeah. And it was like not a disappointment whatsoever because Mannequin Pussy killed it. They were so good. Nice. I, I've seen them a couple times now. And like this, this new album, it's just like I'm even heavier and even more. Um, it's awesome. It rules. Uh, and then just the, the, the two... The two kind of big ones I liked were that uh, that Fiddlehead album, and I really like that Turnstile album. Um, I as like as like <laughs> corny as that might be, I fucking love that Turnstile album. It's really good. Uh, like and like the fuck the kid jams to it. Like it, it it's a good time. It's a fun good album. I gotta give it a shot, man. Like Brett said. 800 people tried to get me into it <laughs> this year because <laughs> I said I don't like hardcore because it's not melodic. Oh, at yeah, all. This is, I, I barely want to call this hardcore. Like, it's, it's, I mean, obviously, I mean, it is, but it's like, I don't think hardcore when you listen to it. It's like, it's just like, it's just good. It's just good. Kind of, it's pretty poppy. Yeah, it's not as harsh as what yeah. I would consider most hardcore stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to check out Turnstile. What about what terrible shit have you been listening to, Brian? <laughs> you don't want to hear what I've been listening to. We do. We, do. we need to. Well, I've been listening to Lent Biscuit. Uh, the the still sucks a lot. Uh, my new what metal covers list. The, the whole thing. It's only no, a 30 no, minute no, album. No, we don't have no, time for that. No, I'm not doing that. What song should I listen to? Uh, is there a hit? Is there a single? I mean, Dad Vibes is a single, but like, like, Pill Popper. You can try Pill Popper. I pop pills. I can do either one of those songs. Yeah, Pill Popper and uh, Turn It Up, Bitch. I really like Turn It Up, Bitch. I know to turn it up. So all these songs I can maybe rock with. Now, that's three. I'm good with three. I'll, yeah, they got uh, like a... They got like more of a sense of humor about themselves now that I like. They don't take themselves super seriously. So that is good for me. Um, 
And then, like, I've been listening, you know, obviously, I gotta listen to a lot of stuff for the show. So, it's like, um, sex music. I was listening to sexual music. Uh, I did you listen have to. to that? No, what, what is that? Gotta, no, gotta, that just I've been listening to. What is well, that's a playlist. Did you make a sex playlist? I made it play. Well, is, there, is there is there a Brian is there is there a Brian you sex gotta, playlist that I can you, have access to? If I go to your Spotify page, you got a knocking boots playlist on there. Well, I said this on Heat O'Brien Unleashed, uh, but I guess I'll say it on the free feed now too. Uh I've probably had sex with music on like twice in my entire <laughs> life. That's at least six tracks, right? I mean No. No. <laughs> You're no <laughs> generous. Two songs. The before, during, and after songs. <laughs> two songs. I, mean, I, I just have two songs that like burn a hole in my mind because I listened to it while I was having sex. But I just don't. I don't feel like I need music when I'm having sex. Do you, it doesn't seem important to me. Do you end up listening to the song and it takes you out of it? No, I don't okay. think I ever really listened to like good sex music either, you know, because it's like, okay, back when we first got together, me and Kate and I have my apartment and she's living with me. We slept in a twin bed together. Um, I would play like Cold Chamber and stuff like that. And we would just yeah. sort of like just start having sex. Yeah. Because that's sex music. Playing yeah. Poundtown. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking a trip to Poundtown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then like, uh, you know, the first girl I was with, we listened to Black by Pearl Jam. And that song's always had like a thing in my mind now that I hear it and it just it reminds me like I had sex to that song and that's how few songs I had sex to in my life and then the other one is Minus Blindfold by the Deftones and oh there's one more I was dating this girl who really liked rap music and at the time I wasn't listening to any rap music so I tried to get her to get into Limp Biscuit and so <laughs> You thought you could win her over if you were fucking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I played. Trying to show her there's a rhythm, trying to show her there is a beat. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you notice that? Did you notice that? I did it with the turntables. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> I I just remember sitting her down and fucking being like, I need you to listen to this song, and uh, I played Indigo Flow for her. Uh I, right. I can pl- and she was just like, "Oh, that does sound like." I feel like. I feel like it sounds like rap. Rearrange. I feel like you can make out to rearrange real hard. I don't think that was out yet at this time. Yeah. Put bodies on bodies to rearrange for sure, though. The early st- three dollar bill, y'all, would be. I mean, I could be yeah, rough. That, be, I mean, that'd be cool. You got this. Know, is what I cool but rough. This Maybe is what I played. The obvious Indigo Flow is is a uh, Dido or a uh, what's her name? That's a pun on uh, Indigo Girls or or Ornico Flow. What's that song? No, I oh, think Indigo Enya? Enya. Yeah, yeah. Orinoco. Yeah, Orinoco. Orinoco. Yeah, that's. I think it's a. It's a. I'm not a bit huge Limp Bizkit fan. Orinoco so Flow. Yeah. So imagine, so imagine you're sitting and like Indigo you, Children with with Orinoco <laughs> Flow, the combo. Yeah. 
Imagine you're sitting and you're like, I gotta get, for some reason, I have got to get my girlfriend into heavy metal. I don't know why I have to do it, but I have to do it. Okay. I sit her down in her bed, maybe even naked. And I'm like, okay, Mm. let's check this out. (laughs) Already naked. Is this acapella? No, I remember this. It's like the drum. It's like the drum, like. It's just drums, right? Mostly. And some, yeah, hit it. He's good. Rock it. Showing the bounce, now it's blowing up. Props to the field dog with the vote through the campaign. Go back to champagne. Everlast for the Toronto St. Paddy's Chino. Now we had a blast with your death tones. Rock that microphone daily. Props to the maestro. Ross, you're an angel. Hey, DJ, wanna play that song? Lethal. Love you like a brother. Wanna take a trip to the flip side, Jordan. Nothing more than I can say. See, we walking hand in hand with the prophet. Yeah. The fat man, Harry, Tyler, props for the Here it comes. This, here's the part that's uncomfortable. Look us up. Raising eyebrows with the Jaguars, kid. You're staring Bet deep in your eyes right now. Line them up, Cheetah. Go, Richard. Rob and Chuck. Yeah, man. I, I, you were like, hey, these are my boys. Yep. <laughs> this is your girlfriend that listens to rap. This is the what you're trying to impress her. She was like into Nelly, and she was into like the uh, Hot Boys, and like <laughs> she's into like that whole like scene uh-huh. and no, no Limit and stuff. And I was just like, I think it, I could open your mind to <laughs> from the you dirty south of Jacksonville. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you like Southern rap? I got something for you. <laughs> pro pro Bad idea. for any listeners, if uh, if your partner is listening to, like, you know, Nelly and the Hot Boys, just go ahead and put on some Nelly and the Hot Boys. <laughs> I yeah, couldn't. Go for the what they like. <laughs> Don't call it Biscuit. You should have put on, you should have put on POD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of take you to Southtown? Town? What's yeah. up? Because <laughs> I think Southtown is probably something cool. I could play, no, it's probably about hell or something. Uh, until you make it about head. I, here's the thing. I, um, I've um i seen, actually, I've had this conversation with a few people. I want to know, uh, uh, Tony and Alexander, how do you feel about sex playlists? Because pe- people have been shitting on them recently, and I think it's great. And I actually like collaborating with somebody that I have sex with on a playlist that we can throw on together whenever we see each other. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's it's crucial. Um, it is. It, it can be risky. Um, I, I will be asking you a series of questions throughout the evening that is going to dictate what playlist I'm going to be putting on. Um, but like, it can't it can backfire. You can forget you have that one song in there. Um, I recently had somebody like stop mid act and skip <laughs> the baby. Yeah, I, uh, no, because I love they that. were like, I am not doing this to the baby. <laughs> and, they, yeah. and I was like, oh, come on. It's just a bop. Separate the art from the arts here. Come on. Let me right. just, <laughs> just rock with it. Had, had, had to skip the baby. And I was like, I get it. I respect it. It's cool. Uh, I don't I don't usually put on music uh, when we fuck. but That's what like, I'm talking about. I um <laughs> well we usually <laughs> I don't, don't want to say shit. too much. That, but, <laughs> listen to the moan shit. Um, well we uh, I like to fuck in the shower. That's like a that's okay. a fun place to have I've, sex. Yeah. I've done but, six uh, shows. I've done six listen to this, Alexander. I gotta say this. I've done six shows about sex with six mm-hmm. 
women and, and men and Brett. And we did every episode at least once. Somebody said, I don't like having sex in the shower. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's not for. Hey, listen, I'm not, not popular. Like, doing, I'm not doing most of the weird positions in the shower. That's the other person, you know. Like it's <laughs> it's great for me if she's into it. Then perfect, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's so. But uh, one, I I would like you know in my past I would put a lot, put on like an album or try this, try that. Con uh, can con works yeah. very well in the bedroom the kraut rock band because it's like eight minute long songs of the same groove yeah like, with like little variations on you know the the melody and stuff it's and it's usually about the right tempo that's yeah. you can get transcendental with it yeah. get that motoric beat going yeah. just just drive it home yeah fuck, I wanted to, to, fuck to mushroom head like it's oh, hell good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Now, Alex, my suggest if you enjoy like uh, fucking the shower, I, I actually have like a a, a a place I used to go to sleep, and it's shower noises. <laughs> you can just play that and have shower noises. Going so I don't back. have to be in the shower at yeah, all. Yeah, you don't have to even be in the shower. No. Yeah, you also you lose the all the benefits noise. of being in the shower, but you have the sound and the and the the, the mindset. But the, the music is important though, because like it also depends on like who I'm with and what our dynamic is, and like what and also like what our energy is because there's like there's like a you know put on some rye this is somebody who like uh we're having breakfast in the morning we're thinking about each other all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, you know like or like i put on something like more like you know ambient like electronic stuff or i put on like a straight like ratchet playlist like it all depends on who you're with like and what's going on that's great that's what i like yeah a ratchet playlist is so tight sometimes i've blamed the music i've been like i gotta change it up Let's put this on, and everyone's all "Hey!" And then mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a it's a good yeah. The music can be pretty important. Have Great. you put Indigo Flow by Limp Biscuit or um, what's it called? Uh, Black by Pearl Jam on there? That might that might do the trick. I'm gonna for, for sure go ahead and get some Indigo Flow on there. Okay, you're, you're making fun of me now, actually. But well, Black by Pearl Jam is, I feel it's like a kind of a sexy song, actually. Uh, but I understand people don't like Pearl Jam. There's so many people out there that have yeah, a, I don't think I can have sex Eddie Vedder's voice. You don't like Pearl Jam at all? I, no, I like, I like, I just would be, I would, I would make a joke. I would make a joke and fuck things up. I would be all, <laughs> yeah. and I'd be like over it and it, I would, it would backfire. So. Alex, Alexander, I think we should do something for these guys. Just sure. a, a quick favor for them and maybe play them a couple device song meanings <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Are we going to play them the ones we didn't get to? Because I know there was like, there was the whole album, right? Yeah. I'm just going to play random ones again because I don't remember. Oh, actually, I will be able to remember ones I didn't get to. Um, so, guys, device is a band. That is three dudes. The other two guys are not important at all. Um, but the main they have, guys they have important. They have important haircuts. Yes, they have very important haircuts. They're very unimportant though. And the main guy's David Draymond. Oh, Draymond himself. Yeah, disturbed. Yes. He has another band. Yes, they're called Device. That's um, they are bad. Like. 
is incredibly he, difficultly bad to listen to. Oh, man, he make the noises? Does <laughs> 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 he own the noise? Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think um, I can't remember. This I think the production company behind Jet Li's The One actually has <laughs> copyright over <laughs> David Draymond's uh, nonverbal utterances. <laughs> Device, this looks like the people you avoid at a goth dance night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are, what are they called yeah, again? Device? The, the worst device. guys in the scene. How were you able to find them? I like That's got to be the worst CEO, SEO in, in history. Oh, yeah. Dude, we learned something oh, actually man. on the POD cast. I said this on Street Fight earlier in the week, too. Uh, uh, Disturbs webpage is disturbed and the number one dot com. <laughs> I think it's cool. <laughs> I am I want some comrade. I'm a disturbed one. I, I identify with them. <laughs> I'm also I'm also good happy that I'm not on I'm not a number two disturbed. <laughs> yeah. Like like what if you're on the second disturbed website? You know for sure you're not. It it also yeah. does feel like when you're in like going through the phone book and they have to add a number to get like the top of the listings, you know. Yeah. Like best sandwiches number one. <laughs> 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 All right. So what they did, and this is very weird, I don't think either one of you guys I think you'd both agree with me that it is very odd for a band to put out on their official YouTube the meanings of the songs, like them describing the meanings of the songs. Like, I think that's a really weird thing to do. This is the only band I've ever heard do it. Only band I don't know. I disagree. Really? Sorry, I got to disagree. It's very odd, though. It's very. It's odd. So usually it's, who it's else is going to do it? Well, it's usually you're asked. Like that. That's what I said on that episode. Is like usually somebody who cares about the music would ask you what it's about, and then you would tell them. But in Device's case, you got to just do it your own, yourself. Well, you know, you just know it, you it, have something people are going to ask about. You're you're just getting it out of the way. This is why. Well, so it is very common on Genius.com. They will invite the artist to come on and actually give the official uh, annotation of whatever their music means or whatever. Yeah, but, that's why I prefer SongMeanings.com because you get uh, a bunch of teenagers from 2001 telling you every song is about AIDS or being secretly <laughs> gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I feel like you're... Yeah, I don't. It, this is really it's it's the move that you have to make because someone that follows you from Disturbed over to Device, they they're going to have some sort of unhealthy obsession or some sort of weird it's arrangement. Weird. And yeah, don't you got to head that off. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a really good point. Is like the guy that is like, yeah, I mean, I don't get enough of Disturbed. Right. By the way, band with like. Some of the most airplay of any band probably ever. Like, you would never be hurting to hear Disturbed. Yeah. It is, you could turn it on, you could turn on the radio and hear a Disturbed song in one minute. I've heard it so, in the grocery store, for sure. Yeah. To one song, there's not much to them. Like, they aren't, they aren't very, 
It's very upfront. It's the, it's extremely upfront. Like there's no subtext at all. That's just like, I'm mad. I'm sad. Or I want to beat somebody up, you know? I'm sick as hell. I'm, I'm sick. sick. Yeah. Well, sick. that's why, that's why you got to watch the music video where you can see the Dre man's pussy hooks on his, yeah, uh, his lip. Gross. That's what he calls them. That's uh, it. Here, here he is describing the song out of line. Off of the straight out of line, <laughs> you can't find a reason for you to just if they fucking stole a Godsmack song. Yeah, I'm doing the best. I- okay, here we go. <laughs> if you want to hit, you steal it. Out of line is uh, a very political track. It is one of the heavier tracks on the record, and that heaviness is brought by the bottom, which none other than Geezer Butler himself. Adds to the track. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Fuck! And now I have to respect it. I'm sorry, but I respect it. If he, he co-signs, <laughs> like he's old, he doesn't know what's going on. He played on he played on albums with fucking Dio. All right, he doesn't yeah. know what's going <laughs> hey, on. Hey, come on now. Leave <laughs> Dio alone. He's old. Dio's he's actually he's, really good. He thought these like these three guys who look like little weird god. They thought they were young hip people, but they're like all in their fifties. <laughs> <laughs> well, if this is what music sounds like now, right. yeah, I guess the, it is 2021, right? I mean, I guess it's the future. Finally, these teenagers care about good music. <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> hey, I fucking I named my cat after you, dude. Come play on my track. I'm gonna I'll write a song yeah, now. Yeah. You're yeah, fucked, dude. You name your cat after you, David Draymond. <laughs> or Geezer Butler. <laughs> Drayman. His cat Drayman. <laughs> my cat the Drayman. That's what I would call my cat if I had a cat. My daughter's lucky she wasn't born in the past three or four months. Her middle name could have very easily been Drayman. And uh Hey, they can go by Dre. That's pretty cool. Who yeah. all do, who all is on this album again? Tom Morello is on this album. Wow. Um, yep. Who else guessed it on it? Brian? Is he coming out of his own pockets on this? Oh God, yeah, for sure, dude. He's yes. got probably some crazy pockets. He's probably got. He weird. does. I would love he, to see his episode. His cribs? Like, no, yeah. I love, yes, I do. So bad. I actually would like to see what he lives he in has because to cop Dave Navarro, and he knows that. No. Watch this H. I. Garg, Arch H. R. Geiger shit everywhere. Yeah, that yeah. Moves. This guy thinks he's really smart, guys. Yeah, like he really, in a way where you're like, this guy likes the smell of his own farts. Like he, he's gonna have I, the, li- I mean, the library <laughs> with the little uh, ladder on fucking wheels that we all want. <laughs> That every That's intellectual, true. every fake intellectual has always wanted one of those. You yep. have pause on the most smug face right now. Like his eyes are he is smug. He looks so smug right now. He's about yeah. to really explain some shit to us. Here he goes. Of the distinct honor and privilege and pleasure of finally being able to do a collaborative effort with Mr. Search Tankian from System of a Down. Wow, he's taking everybody down. He's taking everybody (laughs) down. Nobody is safe. They all fuck with him. Look what he did. You think they know what they're doing? (laughs) We knew when Device started that some of our faves would be implicated. Yeah. (laughs) They're guilty by association on this. Isn't it crazy, though, how many... There's more people on here, too, and he just did a song with Nita Strauss. 
who I did some reading about, which is like kind of a big deal, apparently. Yeah. She's like this a is like this is trend. like reading the Epstein flight logs, dude. It is. It's <laughs> so weird. It's like Geezer Butler and Serge and Tom Morello. Oh, did oh. fucking did Matt Groening do the album artwork? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the fucking like the the device bylines are just going to be real incriminating one day. <laughs> Tremendously talented individual in his own right. It, it it definitely is 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 a call to arms. It is speaking out against the injustices that ravage our world and the maniacs and maniacal individuals who perpetuate those crimes. Maniacs and maniacal individuals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The maniacs and the maniacal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. song about, because, like, Serge has had good politics and has good politics from time. Like, he's been a little wishy-washy lately, but has had really good politics. So, like, what are the politics of this song? Do you know? We can play it real quick. Yeah, I, I yeah, hear it. He just says it's political. He doesn't say what it is. M like, Shadows is on this album too, by the way. I don't know if you guys know him. M Shadows. I think this is like that's like a step up for Avenge Sevenfold, in my opinion. Uh, oh th- Avenge Sevenfold. <laughs> is that, is that that's a from? step up. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Avenge Sevenfold, they all have like really shitty stage names. Like one of them is Sinister Gates. He's a good guitarist too. M Shadows, Sinister Gates. I don't know the others. Uh, I think one of them, one of them's dead now, so he doesn't have a, a nickname anymore. But uh, here we go, everybody. This is the lyrics video too, so you can look at what he's saying as he says it. Out of line. Oh, Surge and Geezer are on the same one. Yep. What if Geezer did vocals and bass? Sounds like but there's our answer. There's, well, there we no, go. It's a, it's a little different. Well, I think it can only hit so many syllables. <laughs> Four syllables is now disturbed territory. He's getting. Wow. Out, it sounds like he's getting out of a chair. Like that's what it sounds like. Hey. Okay, so yeah, hell yeah, real yeah, real high school lyric book hours here. It's Rap it is rock. disturbed. It's a hundred percent disturbed though. It sounds no different. Yeah, it's like a little right more. In, it, it's a little more industrial, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yes, yeah. Honestly, between like like this song being as heavy as it is, and it featuring like Geezer and and Surge, I'm surprised that like Israel's still a thing. That's true. 2013. <laughs> We've had a long time to ruminate on the song "Device." And, That's uh, true. And here we are. Well, it's David Draymond's a Zionist. Listen, listen heavy Zionist. Oh is shit! He? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was, isn't that why? Isn't that why Serge is cool? Because he's like, isn't he? Isn't he like pro Palestine? I have yeah. no idea. I believe it's so. hard to tell with these yeah. guys. Oh, oh, I think uh, what I'm saying, what I'm saying here, is that we need to stop giving System of a Down clout because they had good politics at one point in time, and people yeah. out their music. That's what I'm saying. 
One of the guys, like Surge, is the good politics guy in System yeah. of Down. Another <laughs> yeah. guy in System of Down is the bad politics guy. So it yeah. like evens out to, to like mediocre politics. I want to uh, I want to listen to more of this song that Geezer's on just to see if there's like an up tempo funk jam in the middle of this song. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Oh my god. This is the thing with like the M Shadows one is like every guest vocalist is fo- forced to just like mimic the David Draymond verse. It doesn't even sound like, like them. It's a cipher, but like they're all just copying him. Yeah, here's the melody and actual octave you have to sing at. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like someone's yanking on your balls and like <laughs> who are they talking about in 2013 who is Surge talking about here is this 2013? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I he's a comrade. Kind of sounds some yeah. Occupy Wall Street shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It kind of does sound like an Occupy Wall Street, like, jam. But they're doing it from well, a conservative point of view, I'm, for sure. I'm going to need to see uh, a Homeboy's tax returns before I, before I go there. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel like Disturbed made a lot of money. I feel like Disturbed yeah. fucking balling. They've yeah. sold a lot of albums. They're still being played in every arena ever. Yes, I agree. Can we All listen right, to, to Basically by Black Sabbath just to get the <laughs> so you hear some good? No, Basically? Like, yeah. I'm going to play it real quick, and then we're going to move out. Sounds, sounds great. Thank you so much. It's with two S's. Of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, it, this is... Yeah, I know this song. We want to make sure that his cat wasn't named in vain. Yeah. <laughs> wanna... At least, at least one of them, you know. This is uh, NIB. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was called Basically. They they do like code code names a lot of the time. Ah, okay. Well, tell them where to find you guys. Obviously, you can find Alex on. But fast when we do it, but uh, Minion Death Cult. Uh, yeah, we have a very fun Patreon episode coming out tomorrow about yeah. uh, interview with the Antichrist. <laughs> oh, Epoch yeah. Times produced or at least distributed film uh, about a brave journalist who has a, an interview with the Antichrist during the end times, yeah. uh, and you find out that. <laughs> bad customer service and uh, the reaction to coronavirus was all a plot 
by uh, the and so many more things to including er- erase yeah to erase guy oh yeah the movie uh national lampoon's christmas vacation <laughs> was an antichrist plot to eliminate jesus from yep. christmas uh yeah minion death cult listen to it yeah i i also, sure. i I gotta say, yo, you guys made me feel kind of bad because uh, I'm a dress up as Santa Claus guy, and you painted me as some sort of pervert and uh, you know unlovable <laughs> by children, and I thought that wasn't fair because we're not all like that. No, there's just a trend for like uh, older conservative guys to dress up as Santa Claus. Uh, there's it's probably there's probably plenty of wholesome younger guys like yourself, Brett, who also there's, like, for pure there's reasons. There's plenty of Nick Foley's in the world. I'm not. That's yeah. that's what you're of the Nick Foley fold. But you nailed it the when Nick you Foley. said like kids don't like the only way to get kids to like them like that is <laughs> why most people do the Santa Claus thing. It's it at least like. Three or four times a year, I'll be looking at some rotten Facebook comment, you know, about like <laughs> shooting immigrants, and it'll be a guy in a Santa costume. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's his uh, that's his his part time job now that he's retired. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy where he has love for humanity and likes kids. All I'm really hearing is that you actually have responsibility to step it up, become a real beard Santa, and actually do the mall job. Yeah, you, know, you have to you start bulking. You need to start bulking in July. You need to grow that beard out fully and dye it gray. You need to put like because we need more of you in the field. There's I too do many, have too many cloud chasers, too many stolen valor people. That's true. Not enough jolly Santas. They're all faking yeah. it. Listen, yeah. when I see <clears throat> when I see Santas uh, start denouncing Kyle Rittenhouse, then yeah, I'll change my <laughs> opinion. If you want to go on record and you know denounce the actions of the you know far right militants like that, then sure, yeah, I'll do. A, I'll do sure. a, a coal reveal for for Rittenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> my my Santa Instagram. There, there's another Santa who is reading the good list and like he's on it. It's like him and right. Trump, and like that's on the good list. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm fighting the fight, the good fight for you know good Santa. Appreciate so. you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm thank gonna take you my kid out to here. Ohio to meet yeah. you, and uh, maybe maybe you can uh, you know how, be, be the good one she can meet. Yes. And right, uh, we appreciate having you as always. Listen to the show. You y'all are the greatest. We'll do shows again soon. I hope eventually we'll get to do live shows. Yeah. Be so sick. Yeah, that'll be very yeah. fun. Thanks Love for that. having us on. Love that.